This is the Rotary and Community Service Radio Show, featuring interviews with people of action. So continue listening to be educated and inspired. You can catch us live every Friday night between 6 to 8pm on 3WBC 94.1 FM. This is 94.1 FM 3WBC, the voice of the Inner East, and you're listening to the Rotary and Community Service Radio Show with Mandy Went right through until 8 o'clock tonight. Now, it's my great pleasure to welcome to the Rotary and Community Service Radio Show tonight, past president of Rotary Club of Brighton, Barry Hickman. Barry, a very warm welcome to you, and thank you for chatting with us. No problem. Now, you've pretty much sort of just stepped straight off a plane to join us for this interview, so I very much appreciate it. You've been making a difference over in Cambodia with World of Difference. Can you perhaps tell us a bit about World of Difference? Yeah, World of Difference is a a rotary initiative, and it provides our volunteers with an opportunity to engage uh, with communities in Cambodia and Laos where uh, World of Difference, I guess, co-created sustainable development programs in both of these countries. Um, on a water difference tour, the volunteers get to travel with like-minded people. Uh, they get to see the, the tourist sites, but more importantly, they get to visit uh, the different projects and uh, get an insight into the culture uh, and, and, more importantly, how Rotary is making a difference in these countries. It's uh, definitely not one of your – it's not the type of experience that you get on a tourist holiday, which I think is part of the excitement of, of it all. Uh, the World Difference Tours are also on offer to schools. We have school groups going over, which I guess is – a lot of people have heard about World Challenge Tours. Well, this is a, an exciting alternative. Fantastic. And how long has World of Difference been running for? Oh, it'd be about uh, eight years, I guess. Yeah, uh, Fantastic. Fantastic. And assuming each time you go over, obviously, you're building on the work of, of people that have gone on previous tours? Exactly, yeah. And it's also building on tour, on projects that, are, that Rotary Clubs have got involved on involved in. A lot of um, the tours Rotarians will go on, and they'll be inspired by the need in different, different communities that we visit, and uh, they then may choose to start their own club projects in those villages on behalf of Order Difference. Yeah, great. And how many people were on the tour with you this year, Barry? Well, this tour, is a, we, we actually call, call it our family tour. We had three families, uh, 11 people in total, seven children and, and uh, four adults. Fantastic. That's a good group, very good group. And was that part of your family as well, so your kids? Yes, yes, I had the opportunity. I've been involved in Cambodia on, on Rotary Projects for quite a few years and my wife and children have heard all about it but never seen it, so it was a great opportunity to show them what so fantastic it's been up to yeah yeah great and obviously the first time that your wife and kids have been in Cambodia yes it is no, I was very much their first first time there they've been to Asia but never Cambodia never Cambodia and so what parts of Cambodia did this tour travel through well we flew into to San Reap uh, then we traveled across to Batambong down to Phnom Penh uh, then out to some of the villages that I personally have been involved in and what a difference have been involved in called Basala and Paynor. And I'll be beg your pardon, it was Basala and uh, Krabawa. And then uh, we finished off at Rabbit Island for a bit of R&R. Oh, fabulous. So all around then? Yeah, yeah. I mean, we through the world of difference uh, work, it's, the work is spread throughout Cambodia, which is just wonderful. 
And I'm sure um, the many people who have been on the tour before, because obviously when you when you're over there, you're not alone. And like you said, World of Difference has been running for for eight years, so there's been some wonderful uh, sustainable partnerships that have been formed over that time. So the people that have been on the tour before, I'm sure they'd love to know how Ritty and his family are going. How is he? Yeah, Ritty would have to be for those who don't know as well. I should say. Well, Ritty would have to be one of the most inspiring and selfless people I I certainly know. he, he was a, an orphan to Pol Pot. He was raised by monks in a pagoda. He was a pagoda boy. And the head monk on his deathbed called the pagoda boys in and said to them that he'd love them to give back to the poor people who, who need help. So he devotes a lot of his life to helping the poor people in Cambodia. Yeah. Uh, he continues to work hard. I think he probably survives on less than four hours sleep a night. He's currently with his family building a new farm, which we had the pleasure of visiting, and it was, it's the most, um, what would you call it, uh, relaxing setting you could ever ever visit. There's a beautiful stream running through, and on the farm, they're, they're, they're growing their pigs, they're farming fish, ducks, cows, limes, vegetables. It's just wonderful to see. But in, in addition to that, he's doing so much for Rotary. He's helping the Rotary Club of Brighton with their project in Prenor. He's helping our district's vocational teacher training team at the moment, as well as Malvern Rotary Club have uh, working in a disabled village in Cambodia. So he certainly has his hands full. Yeah, right. Uh, it's, it's almost like a full-time, well, it would be a full-time commitment for him. And uh, did you get any of his wife's um, spring rolls? Oh, they, I think <laughs> many of the tour people said that they were the best spring rolls of the whole trip. So, uh, yeah, they're famous. They Those are. <laughs> Pretty good. Yeah. yeah, absolutely. Wouldn't be a world of difference tour without those spring rolls, I'm telling you. No, um, my tip to you, Manda, is next time you're there and you have a spring roll, wrap it up in a roll with uh, cream cheese and uh, chilli sauce. Oh, I didn't do that. That's a good tip. I would definitely, yeah. uh, I'll definitely do that next time. So you've just uh, started talking there a bit, Barry, about some of the initiatives um, that, you know, Rotary Club of, of Malvern and, and Brighton, for instance, have been undertaking over the years. Are you able to talked through some of those projects and particularly the ones that you obviously had the opportunity to to go and see on this tour? Yeah so uh, I guess the first place we visited was Crest Village which was Rithy's local village and in that village we the group had the opportunity to uh, drill for water. Uh, We drilled down 24 metres into the water table which took us about half a day and was was great fun and uh, Certainly, in my mind's eye, I can still hear the, ch- the children, la- the, the local village children, laughing as they played with our the younger people on our tour, which is just a uh, beautiful experience. Wow. Yeah, and then we um, had the opportunity to ride 21 bike- bicycles out to one school and 11 bikes out to another school, where we donated to the students. And it's great for those on the tour to, to recognise that some of these students are walking between 11 and 14 k's to and from school every day. So to be able to provide them with a, a push bike so that they can make that journey a bit easier was quite humbling for, for the people on the tour. Amazing. Um, yeah, was. And um, and with those bites too, did you get an opportunity to, because um, I know certainly last year, I was on the World of Difference tour last January, and one particular village that we, there was uh, Bosla that we took the bikes into, we actually rode them in to get a sense of um, that journey, like you were talking about. It's true, some kids, you know, it's 11 to 14 kilometres just to get to school, and it's a hell of a walk. Um, and yeah. sort of for us, you know, just sort of cycling that journey that they'd all be taking on foot um, really 
kind of put it into perspective to us of just how hard a hard a slog it can be. And you know, ed- yeah. education is at the end of that track. So it's a great. Yeah. Um, it, it's we found it something that's so simple to do. I donate a bike, but yet makes such a huge difference. Exactly, and and Rethy's mantra is that it's education will will help the communities. Uh, create a better life. So encourage, he encourages the parents to keep their kids in school because it's it's not hard for the parents to say, okay, you're, you're old enough now to, to look after the cows or help us farm the land, etc. So he's, he's changing their mindset that education is their children's future. Uh, but, yes, we did ride the bikes in, and when we rode the 21 bikes in, we needed 10 students to help us because obviously we're only a party of, of 11. So it's wonderful just to have a laugh with the kids as we rode into school and uh, I'd hate to walk it because riding it was hard work for us <laughs> for sure so, but while we're there it's, it's also good to um, get involved in the schoolroom and, and teach the kids some English um, the young people and myself uh, got out on the soccer field and had a game of soccer in the humidity so that was good fun and, oh, and, good on and you. another play volleyball as well you really and do the- get down in and our um, our district, so District Nine Eight Hundred, has been particularly with the school in in Bossler. Um, they they literally built it, didn't they? Correct. Yeah, that that the Bossler story is is a really it's an it's an awesome story. When uh, Bronwyn first got involved with that community, Bronwyn Stevens, who's our next district governor, they would they, they was an unusual for six to, to eight people to be dying per year of either starvation or cholera or typhoid or what have you so the first part of the project was to provide emergency food because there's no way you get them to farm and 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 work their land if they had no food in their belly then it was to provide clean water because uh, if we could harvest the the rainwater during the wet season they'd have pure water during the dry dry season and then it was about teaching them how to farm their land because as we all know Pol Pot killed anybody with any intelligence so they lost the wisdom of how to farm their land. So seven years on, it was wonderful to go back there and just – well, I'm sorry, I must say that the education was the final part which Rotary built the schools there as well. So to go back seven years on and just to see men in the village now, they used to be working illegally in Thailand. Now the families are interacting in the village. They're farming their land. They look very healthy. They're all going to – the kids are all going to school. It's just a huge success story for Rotary and for what a difference. Fantastic. And I think there's a there's a lovely sign that's put up in, in, in the back of Bossler School which acknowledges every single Rotary Club in District 9800 that has contributed to that school over the years and it's just so um, humbling to stand in front of it and, and realise that it's it's you know it's a complete district wide effort and it's amazing. Yeah, yeah. and I should also amend, uh, mention Amanda the, and a good example of how, how widespreading in Rotary this work is is um, Pastor District Governor Julie Mason's Interact and Rotaract students this year raised three thousand uh, dollars. Part of those those funds was put towards providing ten bikes. So it's just a good example of the Fantastic. reach that we. Fantastic. So there's obviously a lot of hard work that goes on that tour in terms of digging the digging the water um, the water pumps. Did you have a go at that, by the way? Yes, I did, and uh, certainly gets your arms working, I tell you. Um, it wasn't nearly as hard, though, as when we, we went there to dig. We didn't do it on this trip, but we had to go down six metres into the ground to build these water tanks, and 
believe me, the heat and humidity down there where there's no wind is uh, pretty hard. To be honest, doesn't it? <laughs> it's, it's all part of the experience. Eh? So yeah, as well as doing obviously all that all that hard work, you you do take some time out to enjoy some of the cultural um, aspects of the country. Do you have any highlights? Well, there's so many. I mean, we. As I mentioned before, we flew into Sanreep, so you got to visit Angkor Wat just to see the old temples uh, at sunrise. is a real, it's a real experience. Uh, we went up to Kulin Mountain where we were blessed by monks. Uh, a few of the participants had monks at another location tell their future. Uh, I, was, I was pleased to learn that my wife apparently is going to be very wealthy and is going to travel a lot, so I'll, I'll, keep, I'll keep her for a while. Um, <laughs> Badenbong was awesome. <laughs> exactly. Um, Badenbong was awesome because we got to see at sun at sunset the, the millions of bats fly out of the cave. There's a stream of bats just fly fly out for about an hour, oh, so that was quite cool. a, an awesome experience. But I don't know if you'd call it. Um, a highlight as such, but an important part of the trip is to visit Cambodia's dark past. So we got to visit S21 where the Khmer Rouge tortured their own people and then out to the killing fields where they murdered millions of their people. So it's a, it's a horrific story uh, and in a way a horrific experience, but a very important experience. Absolutely, and particularly when you're working so close with all the locals, many of whom who have obviously lived lived through it it's such an important part of I guess having empathy with them and understanding their background and where they're coming from, where they've come from exactly and, and, it, and I guess it being so recent as well so as you mentioned before Rithi Lay who is very integral to the success of World of, World of Difference cannot go to the S21 nor the killing fields because uh, he lost his family there so it yeah. uh, really resonates with him unfortunately now I'm I'm actually a little bit a little bit jealous. I have to admit that you um that you got to witness the Anchor Watt sunrise, and I'm glad that you did because obviously it's it's an amazing thing. But I have to just tell a very quick story about what happened to us last January. I think probably the only day that it rained was the day that we were scheduled to go to Anchor Watt, but we we're still very diligent and got up very early in the morning um, to travel there. And it was um, we we didn't get to see the sunrise because there was too much cloud cover. But there was a group of, wouldn't you know, Australians who were uh, sort of to the to the right of us, and someone had the bright idea of basically googling an anchor what sunrise, and then someone else took a photo of that photo, and then they're like, "Yay, we've seen it!" and they were happy as Larry. And I thought, only <laughs> Australians. How did your kids find it? Or I guess the the younger members on your tour. Have you had any feedback from them? Yeah, they they really found it a, uh, I think a humbling experience. It gives them a bit of perspective of how fortunate they are in a way in Australia, but also it's quite rewarding for them to give back uh, in in the third world to these people who I guess don't have the opportunities that they have, and just to see them I guess interact with the children, playing sport, um, just mucking around while we're, we're uh, drilling for water. As I mentioned before, just hearing the kids play with the the younger kids, you don't need to speak the same language to get along and to have a laugh. And I know know my my kids certainly came back uh, quite changed from the experience and uh, I I have no doubt they've grown through the experience. And no doubt we'll we'll return to school and tell all their friends about the amazing trip that they had over their Christmas holidays. Yeah. Yeah, well, they've already got friends saying, "When when are you going again and can I come? I can't believe you didn't invite me, so... Oh, fabulous. Well, you did mention that, you know, there's obviously you went on what you call the family tour this time um, and there's also 
school, like a schoolies alternative type tour. How can people learn more about World or Difference? How can they get involved or, you know, come on, come on a tour? So jump on our website, www.wod.org. AU, they'll provide a bit of a bit more of an insight into what we do and when the tours are on. Uh, also, look at our Facebook page by doing a search for World of Difference. You can have a look at the latest tour. I posted a lot of photos and information as we progress through the two week tour. Um, clubs, from a club perspective, they can get involved by either formulating their own group to come on a tour. So that could be Rotarians, uh, partners, and friends coming along. The uh, International directors can always jump on a tour and come and see what we're doing over in Cambodia and, and Laos, and they may be inspired to, I guess, get involved in one of the projects or start their own, as uh, Brighton Rotary have done and East Melbourne have done. And for the youth directors in each of the Rotary clubs who are dealing with the high schools, they may try, they may choose to offer uh, what a difference is and as a an exciting alternative to the World Challenge to us. So there's quite a few ways that they can get involved. I was going to say, lots of opportunities to get involved, which is great. How long have you been in Rotary? Believe it or not, 22 years. So it's been a while now. 22 years. Has that always been with the Rotary Club of Brighton? Yes, yep. Born and bred in, Brighton, in the Rotary Club of Brighton. Oh, right excellent. There. Excellent. How did you first get involved? Uh, well, when I was running my first business, it was a computer business. I heard on the radio about an initiative called Operation Livewire. Uh, it was where entrepreneurs could ring in and you know, Operation Livewire would align them with business mentors who'd help them to grow their business. So it was a competition, uh, but we were lucky enough to be aligned with two Rotarians uh, from the Rotary Club of Brighton, and they said, are you interested in $5,000 or do you want to get serious about your business? So. And being Rotarians, they quite inspired me, what they were doing in the community, etc. So, um, yeah, I got involved. Yeah, great. And, of course, then ended up taking on the role of club president. And that was a couple of years ago now, wasn't it? Yes, that was uh, about three years ago, I think. Yeah, fantastic. And what have you been, I guess, after after your presidential, presidential year, <laughs> what have yeah. been some of the, uh, I guess, the priorities or club initiatives that you've been in, involved with since then? Uh, just a few. We've um, been involved in Cambodia and continue to be before being a president and post being a president. Uh, Violence Free Families, which is an initiative of the Rotary Club of Brighton, but a district initiative now that looks to address the uh, problems surrounding domestic violence. Yeah. Are you and, able to actually tell us a little bit more about that? Because this is a really fascinating project and obviously quite topical too. Yeah, so about um, oh, 17 years ago now, the president of the time, and we're a male-only Rotary Club at that point in time, he said we're a, a group of men and we should be standing up for men and encouraging them to do the right thing. He just read an article about a young boy who had died at the hands of a, his stepfather. So he was, you know, the club did uh, began to raise some funds. I think they raised over a million dollars to run for seven years men's behavioural change programs, and our club was one of the first in Victoria to run men's behaviour change programs. And then about seven years ago, we decided we either needed to get bigger or to get out, and we chose to get bigger. And the two initiatives that we have just completed, the first being research into the effectiveness of men's behaviour change programs, because if it was effective, it gave us um, and the commun and um, the government, uh, I guess, reason to continue to invest in this area, because there was a belief that uh, once a man was perpetrating violence, he couldn't be changed. 
whereby the report disproved that if we found that that was the case, then we'd need to work out how the government should invest that money better. But thankfully, we found that a significant number of men stop the, stop the violence and it does make a difference. Now, the other initiative that we've created is the world's first online men's behaviour change program because people who are living in regional Australia or they might be fly-in, fly-out workers or shift workers, they can't access your standard face-to-face program. So we're taking it online. So it's just innovation at its best, I guess. And uh, we finished our first four trials with Melbourne University evaluating those trials and it came out with flying colours. Amazing. Absolutely amazing. Power of Rotary, I tell you, gives me chills. Yeah, Yeah, and I think from a Rotarian perspective, just the access it gives you both in government uh, and in community, etc., and the type of people that you meet when you take on projects like this, yeah, I, I find fascinating and amazing as well because you don't necessarily get to open those doors in your day-to-day business, but through Rotary, the power of Rotary and what it can create, it's phenomenal. There's an ad right there. I love that. That's great. <laughs> what an ad. What else has been happening at the Rotary Club of Brighton? Well, um, our club, we're known to be a checkbook club in the past, so we, we're known for our fundraisers. So this weekend, for example, or, or tomorrow being Australia Day, we have the Great Australia Day Swim. Yeah. Um, we have other fundraisers like the Night of Stars. We have the Brighton Art Show, etc. So we're probably raising in excess of a quarter of a million dollars a year. Um, from a project perspective, uh, there's a lot that we do. We've, for the last 22 years, we have an end-of-year Christmas lunch for the elderly in our community, many of which are living in retirement homes. Um, and I'm not sure who gets more of our, out of it, them or the Rotarians who, who hold the event. But we often have a chuckle after these lunches because it's not unusual for a Rotarian to be approached by one of uh, by somebody at the event saying, have you lost your seat, sir? And they need to say, but I'm not a guest, I'm actually a Rotarian helping. Gage <laughs> <laughs> of Rotary getting them. So thankfully, I'm, thankfully I've, I've not been caught up in that yet because I'm, I'm an old yet, but uh, I'm, I'm allowed to laugh. Um, a few of our members are on the board with BASIS, which is an NGO in Bayside that helps the disadvantaged in our community. Um, as we mentioned before, we've done quite a bit of work in Cambodia We've been involved in this team, or and one of our new members has just recently, he's a gynaecologist, has recently gone over to Cambodia to, to scope out providing advanced training in, in obstetrics and uh, gynaecology. And I, to me, that was a perfect example of Rotary uh, and our club wrapping Rotary around the enthusiasm of a new member. And uh, through that, he's really embraced Rotary and, and, and loves the opportunity. Fantastic, fantastic. And and it's what it's about too in terms of, you know, having a particular passion, having a set of skills most likely coming about through you know, your vocation um, and being exactly. able to come to, to a Rotary Club and say, hey, I've got an idea or I have an interest in, like you said, wrap around that that member and make it happen. Yeah, I think, uh, and, and for me personally, and I, I know you spoke recently very well at a conference that, if we're to really engage new members in Rotary, it's the worst thing we can do is just give them a hymn sheet and say this is how we've done things in the past because new members dance a different tune. The millenniums dance to a different tune. So it's about providing them with the support of Rotary and letting them fly with their own desires, etc. 
Absolutely. Absolutely. God, we've got great little sound bites from you, I have to say today, Barry. <laughs> great little great little ads, but it, and it's just so true and you're 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 putting them um, ever so eloquently. Now, if yeah. people would like to find out more information about what's happening um, at Brighton, particularly, you know, including that violence-free families um, or any of the other initiatives that you spoke about this morning, how can they get in touch or get involved? Uh, we have a website, uh, www.rotarybrighton.org.au, uh, or you could look us up on the Facebook and we're constantly updating what we're up to, the events that are coming on, etc. Right, lots of stuff um, happening at your club. <laughs> it's good. It's yep. amazing. Yeah. It's really brilliant. Now, I've got one last question for you, um, and I happen to ask this of all my guests because I just love throwing it out there. If you could have a billboard anywhere in the world, what would it say? Oh, I haven't prepared this one now, Mandy. So, um, I like to go I really guess, deep right at the end, just FYI. Yeah, thank you. <laughs> thank you for that. I, I, I guess if I, I was to say anything, I, I would say that uh, through the power of Rotary, we can make a difference in the world. Fantastic. Um, Fantastic. Well, thank you so much, Barry, for taking the time out and chatting with us. It's um, wonderful to hear that you've had yet another successful World of Difference tour. I love that your kids went on it and, you know, you you would have got to experience as well, not only from your eyes but from their perspective, which I think, um, you know, is really, is really, really lovely. And congratulations on everything that you're doing in Rotary. Um, congratulations, of course, as well to the Rotary Club of Brighton for all the work that they're doing. And, uh, yeah, it's been really lovely chatting with you. Thanks, Barry. Thanks, Amanda, and keep up the good work yourself. No, it's all day.